Justin Barnes, your host, and welcome to Branching It Out in the One Love Nation Radio Network. This is a show where we talk about how to become the best version of yourself and how to live this one life we have to the fullest. We're going to share te- we're going to share tips, techniques, and stories to challenge our way of thinking and help us get to that next level. Today we have another great show. But as always, man, if y'all haven't heard any of my previous shows, please go check me out at OneLoveNation.com. That under the media page, you'll see all of my previous recordings. Got some great stuff there. And we also have some more talented people sharing their knowledge as well. So please check that out. Got some great material there at onelovenation.com. But like I said, we got a great show today. We'll be discussing the title of this show is Elusive Championship Title. And I also got a special guest today that's going to be joining me, breaking this down so we can give you guys value to get you guys to that next level, to get you guys thinking harder, to get you guys kind of angry or, you know, getting into your feelings because I think that what helps with growth. So my special guest today is a sergeant in the Army. You know, they already serve our country, and we know we big on that. And they also serve in the community as well that they live in. And the person is DeAndre Wilson. DeAndre, man, are you there? Most definitely. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's going on? Thank you, man, for joining us. How you doing? Man, awesome, man. I'm blessed. I can't complain, man. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. That's what we want to do. We want to make sure we keep passing that positivity. So before we even get into it, DeAndre, man, just give the people a little bit more about yourself and, you know, where you come from and the message that you have to give to others. Right. Most definitely, man. So, you know, like you, like uh, Justin was saying, you know, I'm a sergeant in the Army. Um, You know, that's what I do by profession, but I'm also an entrepreneur and I'm being, you know, developed right now by some mentors to become a, a world-class leader. Um, my background, I'm originally from Jacksonville, Florida. Um, you know, grew up rough. I mean, you know, the typical, you know, uh, story of a young boy from the hood and I'm just trying to impact lives and, and, and make a change in people and show people that you can't make it out of your situation. No matter what you've gone through, you can use that as a reason and not an excuse to succeed. And you have people that want to help you succeed and are willing to put their hand out and, and tell you, hey, come with me and they'll show you the way to succeed. And that's what, you know, that's 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 what I'm doing in the community right now, just helping people to grow as people so they can attract an abundance lifestyle. Yes, sir. I love it, man. I love it. I love to hear that. And we'll get more into DeAndre's story and everything, but DeAndre is going to be my special guest. He's going to help me break down today's topic. We're going to go through today's topic. I'm going to read and go through, but when we stop, we're going to want to elaborate on some of the things that we're talking about today. So you're going to be able to help me with that today, DeAndre? Most definitely, man. I'd be glad to. Awesome. That's what I love. So we're going to go ahead and get started. And as always, I always start with a quote. And I actually have two today. I mean, I was having a hard time choosing between the two. So I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and get both of them. They're both from Michael Jordan. And usually when I share my quotes, they're usually related to the topic. And we're talking about elusive championship titles, and we're talking about championships. Michael Jordan is the great example of those things. So the first quote that we have from Michael Jordan, never say never because limits like fears are often just an illusion. Love it. And then the second one, I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Love it. Man, DeAndre, what you think about those two quotes, man? Man, I love it, man. You know, I think oftentimes we view failure as bad, but what we don't realize is failure is the foundation to success. You know, the most successful people have failed the most. You know, and 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 you know, we don't see their failures because their success is is speaking for them, but to get to that success, they had to go through failure. Yes. I agree, man. And that's what we want to paint the illusion that it just don't happen to people that we see. As successful like Michael Jordan, but that's a name that created itself. You know, he has to work for it. He had to work for that status that he achieved. You know, your legacy are defined by other people's and and his hard work and dedication and his, you know, doing the things that he did in the basketball realm is why he's Michael Jordan. And that don't I don't want people to think that that cannot happen for them. It's 
same type of ideal. Just go out there and you pursue whatever it is that you want. And that's what we're going to get into right now with the elusive championship title. So just go ahead and get started with this discussion. You know, most times, you know, we're stuck sometimes in our own minds and forever seeking happiness and example I would use, you know, going forward, which is sports, right? We're going to use that example with sports, you know, being stuck in our own minds. So in sports, these athletes love and grow up playing their favorite sport. But it gets to the point where all they can think about is winning that elusive title, that championship. They become obsessed with the idea of winning a championship, having a parade, popping champagne bottles, putting on that ring, and then maybe even other things that I can't even understand. But those are the things that I do know that happens. But we people, normal people that's out here in the world that wasn't gifted with that type of talent, we just like athletes chase our own type of titles after a while. At first, we grew up having fun with life. We have dreams, we have goals, right? We have that imagination, but somewhere down the road, we get obsessed with material things, money, fame, and power. We are forgetting the most important thing to life, and that is self-discovery, improvement, and dreams. And I want to stop right there because that, that just was a lot right there just going into it. So we can break that down, DeAndre, like just having that obsession for just people outside of the athletes, right, which mm-hmm. is similar. But having that obsession with material things, how right. can that just lead us down the wrong path? You say, how can that lead us down the wrong path? Sure. So so when when it can lead us down the wrong path when we start – putting our value in those things and we start identifying with those material things you know we say man i can't wait till i can have this or i can have that and if you don't have that you feel like you're not valuable enough and you you start to your self-image starts to go lower and lower because you don't have those things that you want and that you want to identify with you see other people with them and that's that's how it can it can be a detriment to you you know one, one thing you have to understand is the reason why successful people, they can have all these, you know, different materialistic things and not be depressed or not be miserable is because they don't identify with them. They know what the true meaning of life is. They know that those things are a byproduct of living a, a holistic lifestyle and being successful in all areas, not just financially. And they don't see them as they don't identify with them. They just see them as tools that they can use. Right. And I love it. And you painted the perfect picture. And me and you talked earlier, right? Right. Before we did the podcast about all these things, about people and their obsessions and how we can get lost and just get on the wrong path. But understanding that it always can be corrected. Exactly. Right. You always can get to the point that's 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 life. That's living, you know. And, you know, we were talking about how, you know, ain't no one on this world exempt from the ups and downs of life. You know, going through the glories or going through the, the valleys, the lowest of lows, because that's life. Life ain't going to be like, oh, you know what? You're going through a tough time. Let me take a break and let me let you catch your breath. That, right. That's not going to happen. You know, you, you have to adjust as you go. Exactly. Kind of notice what you're going know what you're going through and kind of surround yourself with the people that can help you. You know, not kind of like yes men or thing like that. Just someone that can be like, hey, look, man, I see what you're going through. I know it's tough. Your circumstances is different than mine, but look, what you're doing right now is not going to lead you on a path that you want we need those things but just more than we need people to say that we need ourselves to understand that wouldn't you agree exactly i I totally agree man you know like you said you know life doesn't say hey man this person is going through you know whatever they're going through let me take a break no life is going to hit you regardless and what we have to realize is that we have to keep going no matter what you know if we're if we're in the pursuit of something you know we can't wait to life slacks up we can't say man well you know i'll start doing this or i'll start chasing my dreams when things get you know more smoother no we have to learn how to operate while life is hitting us that's what makes the most successful people successful because they keep going despite the challenges you know and they they keep going despite life hitting them because they understand that it's not gonna stop and if you wait for that then you'll die and never chase your dreams that's powerful man exactly Exactly. An example I want to use, because I always like to, you know, the most realest thing that I can use is examples of what I went through, mm-hmm. examples of what you went through, right? That's the most examples. Instead of using someone else's story, let me use the raw story of what I So, for example, I was so obsessed with chasing, after all the things I thought I should be chasing, cars, more money, big house. Right. But chasing those things, 
I felt more empty. And I was lost despite achieving some of those things, you know, getting some of the money and the cars and, and things like that. But I still felt stuck right. within myself. Right. I couldn't I couldn't get away from that ideal because that's what I seen in my society. That's what I seen around me in the neighborhood that I grew up in. I seen people with cars and rims. Uh, I seen people with jewelry and, and, and nice shoes and things like that. So that automatically hit me thinking that was me. Right. So I grew up with that idea. And even when I became a grown up, right, I was still chasing those things without kind of separating what I really wanted. And my body knew, right? Your body and your subconscious, your your, your soul, right? Your spiritual being, it knows. It knows who you truly are. Mm-hmm. And the more that you deny it, I think the more that you're going to feel unfulfilled. I think it's more that you're going to be chasing something that you know you shouldn't be chasing, but you're still doing it because you thought you should be doing it. Right. That's because of what, you, what you've seen. And that's what you was told, right? Right. So when I switched that mindset to Mm self-discovery, everything kind of changed for me. I knew that that elusive title of happiness and true joy of life, it was in my grasp. Once I changed it to my phone, let me figure out who I am. What is it that I want to accomplish in this life? Who am I? Who is this Justin Barnes guy? Mm -hmm. Right? Right? What is his purpose? When I switched all that, that's that, that, it clicked for me. So I pursued it even harder, and things started to make more sense to me. I, and I rediscovered my passions with an emphasis. I want to put an emphasis on rediscovered because it has always been there, right? My true identity, what it was, it always been there even when I was a kid. I just got lost with the pursuit of the wrong thing. And that's when I captured that loose right? Right. Now, I understand when I say that, when that capture thing, that's, that's still, you never can actually, you know, conquer life. Right. We all know that. Right. But when I say kind of capture that elusive title, I kind of understood myself now. I understood what my passion was and what I wanted to pursue. Now, it didn't end there. Just like athletes, you can pursue more. But the difference is the pressure is now gone of chasing something. Now it's back on what it was at the beginning of plan for fun for athletes or enjoying your life to the fullest for us. Right. Now you can more titles for athletes or by increasing that self-awareness, which is for us or help others capture that elusive title for athletes or helping discover who they are. And that's for us. Like I like to, to juggle between those two things. And I definitely love to get your perspective on that. Like just juggling those two things when you understand you know, who you are. Not because, like, well, I'm going to do this because my mom told me to do this. My mom told me to do this. This is where I grew up knowing. This is because I discovered, you know, what my true beliefs was. Not not to, like, push down anybody. Not my uncles. I love my uncles. I love my mom. I love all them. But that's their life. Mm-hmm. But when I understood, you know, what my true beliefs was and what I wanted to pursue, that's when it kind of became a clarity for me. Right. And I hear your side of that, DeAndre, like, what do you think about that clarity and understanding when you got through? Right, most definitely, man. Yeah, so, you know, I, I forget who, who whose quote it is, but they say, the two most important days of your life is when you were born and when you figure out why you were born. So, yeah. you know, you, you, you have to figure out what you were put on this earth for. We all were put on this earth for a specific reason. And when you figure that reason out and you start operating in that, then you will be fulfilled. And you you stay on that path and eventually, eventually you'll be successful. And, you know, a lot of the, the, the material things and a lot of the titles and, you know, all these other, um, you know, just achievements, they'll come as a byproduct because you operated in your purpose. But they won't be that important to you because what would be most important to you is being fulfilled. Being that, you know, if you're if your uh purpose is to help people, being that you help people, you're fulfilled by that. You know, that it, it doesn't define you to materialistic things, but what defines you is you fulfilling your purpose and operating in, you know, and excuse me if you if you're not religious, but for me personally, when I'm operating in God's will. I'm I'm more right. fulfilled, you know, and, and I'm more powerful. And like you said, you know, we can oftentimes try to run from our, our purpose and our passion. Like, you know, me growing up, people will always tell me, you're going to be a pastor. You're going to be a preacher, you know, and and my dad was a preacher. And, you know, I, I saw some things that I didn't want to 
to, you know, copy and that, that I didn't like in, in him. And, you know, when people would tell me that, I would say, no, I'm not going to be a preacher. You know, I'm not going to be this. I'm going to be a rapper or, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to sell drugs or whatever, whatever, you know. But, you know, the more right. I kept running from it, the, the, the less fulfilled I was, you know. And when I finally, when, when God finally put it on my heart that, you know, that is my calling and I start operating in that calling, I started feeling more fulfilled. Man, I love it. I love the realness. I mean, I think that's more discovery, right? Right. Of, of once, once I figured out who I was, you know, I stopped hiding it. You know, I stopped trying to hide from my past. And it's another saying that I say: the past, my past, is my greatest strength, not my weakness. Because mm. I think look at it, right? I look at it. That strength that built me. That who I am. It's like the butterfly effect. Any one thing that I did, said, or whatever, it's whole identity. It changes me. Right. So I love everything I've been through, even the ups and especially the downs. Because it created who I am. It created the passion that I have to make sure I, you know, I vocalize. Right. So, like mostly what my 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 message is out there for is for adolescent guy boys, and then for men. But this, this message is for the whole world. This is for women, whoever, 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 whoever is just trying to chase, and they don't know what it is that they're looking for. Right? We all need that. Right. That's why people buy books. Why people buy or watch motivational videos? That's why we go to the movies. We want that feel-good feeling, and sometimes it don't last. You know, some people look for it in drugs. Some people look for it in, you know, um, gambling. Right. There's so many things. Everybody have their type of obsession, mm. and it, it, it just relates to your life. So once you figure that out, and you break down a real problem, that's when you'll stop, you know, pointing fingers at other people. Right. You start taking responsibility for what it really is. Mm -hmm. like, this is. That happened to me. It's unfortunate. You know, I grew up in it. I seen it. I didn't really know right from wrong. But once you grow up and you know these things, mm -hmm. you, you can't continue to point fingers anymore. Right. Right. You can't, man. You can't you can't point fingers. You know, when you when you start taking that responsibility, you know, even even if somebody is wrong and you still take responsibility because we you know, that's when we will start, you know, growing as people. You know, yes. in situations, you know, when you feel like you're right, but it'll be more effective and more beneficial, more beneficial to reflect and say, well, what can I have done better on my part in that situation to make sure it doesn't happen again? You know, it's all about taking responsibility, you know, and not pointing fingers, because here's the thing, right? You know, you're going to point fingers and you're going to be mad at this person and that person for whatever they did. But guess what? They're going to still continue living their life. You know, it's like you drinking poison and expecting them to die. It works against you. You have to you have to start saying, okay, you know, I take responsibility for that. It's something I could have done better on my part. You know, I understand I ain't, I ain't perfect. So, you know, let me just self-reflect and see what I could have done better on my end. I can't control people. We can't control people. So why do we get mad at them if we can't control them? Why do we put expectations on people if we can't control them? You know, that's something we have to stop doing. Put it, put more expectations on yourself because you are who you can control. Yeah. And that's what I always point to. And you just pointed out a perfect, perfect example. I do that even in my podcast, you know, even with my son. I have a podcast or a show with him on YouTube called Father Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I want to point out the realness. Like we don't, we don't over record it. We do one takes. We mess up if he bumble because that's what life is. Life ain't about a perfect picture. It's about it being perfect. If you stumble, you say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing. It's about recovery. It's about what you're going to do. It's the action part of it. Right. And that's what I am. It's no, it's no such thing as perfect. So I'm not going to cut out. Just like with my podcast now, it's live. I want to see the – I want people to catch the rawness of it. Right. I want people to get the initial impact of it. I don't want to have to re keep recording a million times over. If I mess up, I mess up. Mm -hmm. But – Life, because that's what life's gonna do. What you gonna do when you mess up? Exactly. Right. To learn how to correct those things on the go. Exactly. And that's what I have began to learn to do, and that gave me the best experiences in life. Just seeing people at their factor instead of trying to hide, you know. Because the natural answer is someone say, "How are you doing today?" First thing they're gonna say, "I'm doing good," because mm -hmm. that's the natural reaction instead of saying what's really going. Right. Exactly. So. That's I know whatever's going on on the outside of people. I always like to use celebrities because that's who we all, I guess that's who we put up on the altar and we try to compare ourselves to. Mm -hmm. And we forget that they're human. Right. A lot of people do. And you see that these people are human. You can go look it up. These people that, that 
that got all this fame and stuff, and they they screaming depression. And, and since we're talking about sports, the person I use as a perfect example right now, he just went through. I think in December, it was Kevin Love. He played for the he played for the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? He came out about his mental health that he had an anxiety attack and felt like he was fixing to die. Mm. He didn't want to share it with other teammates because of the, the what he thought was going to be the feedback he was on, right? Right. And we all do that. We all do that. We all had our true identity. As we say, we lock it in our closet, right? We mm-hmm. we kind of locked ourselves inside ourselves, our true identity, who we are, because we are scared of the feedback we'll get from other individuals. Right. And I think that's what's wrong with it. And I love what Kevin Love did came out and he said something man i was struggling mentally i couldn't get it together and he said i love what his teammates did he said he loved what lebron did for him after that game that they went through or whatever he sat in the back of the bus with kevin love and asked him he like what you just did you did you did for you did great for a lot of people Mm. you helped a lot of people with what you just said because of his voice and his platform right because that we look at athletes and millionaires and you know then stuff like that we don't think that they go through problems because they got a lot of money and fame. Well, that's not true. People still have their stuff that they go through in life because that's life, period. Mm. And if you fix that, man, man, you talk about this, DeAndre. If you throw a million dollars on the top of a broken person, that's just a person that's rich, that's broken. Exactly. It doesn't really fix anything. And you said it perfectly about you know having that wealth mentality first before all those other things just fall in place. And I love that because it's important. You have to hear those things seriously, like take it in, right? right? Like you said, with God, like I'm very religious. I'm a Christian, right? I, I believe in it, mm-hmm. right? I just I don't force other people to believe in what I believe in. Right. That's, that's, that's our opinion. That's what we believe in. And I know that. But if we talk about it, I definitely get into it because it's just like with the Bible. When you're studying the Bible, you're going through that. They don't just read through the Bible. It's called Bible study. They break it down. Mm-hmm. They want you really to consume what that verse really meant. Exactly. And that's kind of what I like to do in my podcast. Really understand what we say here. We're not trying to attack anybody's way of life or what you perceive. If you want to go out there and live that luxury lifestyle and, and travel, that's fine. But we're just trying to say have your priorities first. Exactly. Right? Your- health is way important if you lose that thing between your ears it's right you, you can't do nothing about it exactly exactly yeah man like like you said you know if, if you have somebody who's broken already you throw a million dollars on top of them they still gonna be a broken person but you know what the difference is they're gonna be even more broken because yes. here's the thing man money is money you know a lot of people view money as wrong because they've seen money in the wrong hands what people don't realize is 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 money is amoral, meaning money has no power. It's the, it's the hands that it's in. So if you put it in the hands of somebody that's broken, then it's only going to amplify them. It's only going to amplify how they are. You know, that's why you see rappers, you know, you know, buying all the jewelry and, and, and doing all these crazy things with money. And people saying, oh, well, money is bad. Money is evil. No, it's not. It's the people who are controlling the money. You know who right. who's evil, so that's why you can't just throw a million dollars at somebody and, and and expect for it to change their life. It won't. It will only amplify how their life is at that moment. That's why you have to before you gain riches uh, materialistically, you have to gain riches mentally. You have to make that mental switch first, so you can be in a in in a position to be able to handle that money effectively. You know, all rich people aren't bad. A lot of right. most rich people aren't bad. You know, it's just the yeah. ones that you see that that it has amplified their lifestyle who who you view it as bad. But what the real, true, successful people and wealthy people realize is that, you know, you what what you are mentally is way more important than than the riches that you have. The physical right. riches are just a byproduct of what you have became mentally. You have attracted riches mentally, and so you attract it physically. You 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 have you know developed yourself in relationships with people. You have invested in your mind. You have invested in other people. You have invested in your family life, your spiritual life, and as a result, you, you're favored by people everywhere you go. People love you. You know, 
um, business opportunities, you know, that, that other people might not have, you get because you have favor, because you took the time to invest in people, you know, and, and people see what you're doing. They respect it. You know, you, you have a great marriage and you have a great spirituality, uh, spiritual relationship, and God is blessing you abundantly. So all these things are coming as a byproduct of you becoming wealthy mentally. You're investing, uh, you know, in, in, in your brain. You're investing mentally. And as a result, you're getting blessed. And I love it. And, that, and that's right. Because as you said, you know, if you think about money, it's just paper. We print that. Exactly. We, we print that. There's no value to it. Think about a human being with a soul, with a heart, with a brain. That's, that's more value to it. And I ain't never seen nobody that probably died. Like they said, if you go, they ain't going to talk about a person's shoes and the luxury that they had. Remember those memories that they did? They spent time with them. Just conversations. Mm-hmm. It's powerful just in itself. Just in that little statement. It's exactly. great. They ain't gonna remember. Oh, this person worked at uh this place for so long, and this and that. Not when they when they go, they gonna think about man. I spent so much time. That was my friend. That was my buddy. They said they was. Uh, you hear that? So that has to mean something. Exactly. And I think people just lose that. We we lose that in today's society because I said so fast. Information is so fast. People are feeding you so many different things at so many different times. It's hard to think for ourselves, right? Because so many different experts. In life, what they say, and they're not they like none of these are wrong, but that once again, it's just opinionated, right? It's just it's different type of um, things that come in different ways. You know, Les Brown got a different um, speech than Tony Robbins, but it's all positive, but it's <coughs> different type of approaches. And I think right. in the world, we, we start listening to these people, and I think we start taking that as a Bible, or we start taking that as a map, or we think we're right. supposed to do this step by step of what they say. No. Right. And can I no. say something? Yeah. Can I say something? So, so, so like you were saying, you know, you got all these different type of people who, you know what I'm saying? They, they have different approaches. And a lot of times what we mess up is we try to take, you know, their instruction and, and use it literal and take it as a Bible verse. But what we have to realize is, you know, Tony Robbins and Les Brown, they, they have different approaches, but they have the same principles that they're teaching as far as success. It's about principles. That's what people don't understand. When you're listening to these people, when you're reading these books, you have to take the principles, not the personalities. Leave the personalities out. Take the principles. And you know what you're going to get? Consistent. You got to be consistent. You have to believe. You have to have a work ethic. You have to have a good attitude. All of those, yep. all of those things are what's going to make you successful. When you're listening to these people, take extract the principles. You know, if if you know, don't 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 extract the personality. You know, Et say he get up at three o'clock in the morning. That don't mean you have to get up at three o'clock in the morning. Right. All he's saying is is you know, if you want to be successful, you're gonna have to get there before everybody else. You know, yes. you, you, you're going to have to, you know, have that work ethic. You're going to have to be willing to lose sleep. You're going to have to be willing to get up early. You don't have to get up at three. You can get up at five and still be effective. You know, but it's just taking the principles from it. Yes. And that was important that you said that because it's the same with what we're saying now. You know, we ain't telling you the exact way to live. This is about two people that came from two different walks of life. Right. And we, mm-hmm. we share what we, what we have seen, what we have been through. Right. right. And and the overall message is that you that's important to you. Right. Not anybody mm-hmm. else's. It, no matter at the end of the day, no matter if it's Les Brown or whatever, you can read as many books or videos you want. But until you believe it until you start to extract, like you said, the principles mm-hmm. and apply them to life, it's not going to change. It's just not. Exactly. It's going to be the same thing. You're still going to be broken. Exactly. No matter what you throw on top of it, money, cars, fame, whatever. I promise you, it's an example. If you if. And then if they don't believe us, right, if, if, if you don't believe that this is information, free information on there, you can find it for yourself. It's histories and history of it. It shows over and over and over and over again. And that, that's why the point of knocking each other is about building each other. It's like with my son, you say something like it's called planting the seed, mm. right? You understand exactly what I'm talking about right now, but I planted that seed. Right. So that's just going to go on. It's going to grow and it's going to kind of blossom when it's ready. Exactly. When you ready, when you able to see it, mm-hmm. right? My son gonna be like, well, "Dad, I don't know why you told me to get away from that cliff edge right now. I was having fun. I was playing. Blah blah." blah. When I get older, oh, I understand now mm-hmm. what you keeping me out of danger. And I think that's what people we get so caught up in, you know, our feelings, our emotions that we feel like someone's attacking us. Right. That message. What is that principle of doing? If you if it moved you in some type of way, I don't care what it is. If it moved you in some type of way, it's a message there. Right. It meant, it meant for you. 
you just have to break it down and understand what it what I was getting from it. And then the point that we're trying to make in this podcast or any of my shows is that self that self discovery is is important because it enables you to live freely. But understand, and this is when I put it in there. I don't like to use that B two word, but understand you will suffer setbacks and mm-hmm. and that goes back to like the athletes spent years of losing injuries, hardships, all those things. Before they capture their first, and understand this, some of them don't even ever do it. Right. And they get their ring or that thing that they was aiming for year after year after year after year. But they never quit, right? They keep going after it. After suffering hardship, injuries, I mean, the, and the injuries that these people suffer is extensive sometimes, like career ending, right? Yeah. But yeah. Training, they keep putting everything on the line when they know they will be criticized for missing shots, criticized for losing games criticized for changing teams, but the ones that truly knew what they wanted didn't care because they knew it was about their happiness, their happiness. I'm, I want to capitalize T-H-E-I-R, their happiness, not anybody else's. Exactly. So you do the same. So everybody out there, us, everybody should do the same by pursuing your dreams and goals according to you. Exactly. Capitalize Y-O-U. And don't worry about being criticized by others because it doesn't matter. There will always be opinions. About your life, mm-hmm. but the book listen to the most is yours. Exactly. And with me and you, DeAndre, you know it's a spiritual thing. It's God, you know, going by way, you know, you know, knowing what you know what's put on the line for us and the opportunity that we have amongst us. It's different for everybody. If it's a spiritual thing, you're cool, right? right? right. You go by it. if it's something other than that, that's cool too. But it's still gonna come back to that big old why. You have to learn that it's according to you. Don't nobody that's else define your life. I don't care who they are, how successful they've been, or anything like that. It's still going to be your life because you don't want to have to live with yourself. You don't want to have to look at yourself in the mirror. You don't want to have to do those things. You don't want that in your head. You don't want to hear those voices because I know the outside of the book don't tell the full story. You have to read the book. Exactly. Read a person's book. We can't open them up and read them. Mm. We only can read what we are told. Exactly. And that's the scariest thing. You know, I've seen a celebrity. I think he was a, in a, a member in a band. Uh, I think Lincoln Park, and this guy he had had a picnic with his family. They say he left and smiling. The next day he committed suicide. Mm. It ain't you know glorify that or anything like that because it's, it's a sad situation. But it just points out that what we show on the outside is not truly sometimes what we feel on the inside. People right. are broken, no matter what they have accomplished in their lives. Right, and that that's something that I want to point out over and over and over again, especially for men. You know, we got the macho role, right? We got right. the thing where we show our emotions. Emotions is wrong, right. crying, so liking this or liking that. That's that's too girly. That's this. That's that. You know, and that's just what's painted of us. You know, and yeah. I, I like I've been re repainting the the image of marriage for men. What what our roles are? Mm-hmm. You know, in a marriage. You know, going going through those up and downs. You know, right. Asking your wife, what can I do for you today? You know, going through things that sacrifice exactly that you have to make daily to do that, and not just that. Just a man, if you're single, of understand that okay, being inside your emotions, right? And I know people saying crying or that that makes you weak. No, it doesn't. That makes you human. Crying, feeling angry, sad, all that makes you human. Exactly. We go. Ain't nobody deny those emotions that is put in us for a reason. That's exactly. the way to that stuff out. And so I want to start just breaking down all these clouds. I call right. it, a challenge. you know, I want to challenge every single person. So if a person comes to me, especially if it's a man, and he had this type of ideology of what a marriage is supposed to look at, like or what a man's supposed to be at a certain age, I want to challenge you. I want to see where you got that from. Right. And it's not that I don't love you. I'm challenging you because I do love you. Exactly. It ain't, it ain't a yes man mentality. Is, I don't want you to walk around believing that is the way life is supposed to be. This is the way a man's supposed to live. And dying on the inside, bro. And dying on the inside, while, while you know, like you said, we we have these um, you know, like de- these expectations put upon us. We have these, you know, just just pictures painted of what things are supposed to be like. For example, men, you know, like you said, we we're viewed as weak when we cry, you know, when, yeah. and and we're viewed as weak when we we come out and say certain. We just think people are going to say certain things about us, but. When in reality, you know, people be more supportive that you, you know, came out and, and said, hey, I'm struggling with this. You know, 
versus you just keeping it inside and it killing you. Like for instance, you know, just a per a per a personal example. You know, a lot of men struggle with por- uh, pornography addiction. Right. You know, and, and and a lot of times men are scared to come out and say like, "Hey, man, I'm struggling." Like me, for instance, I I, I struggle with it. Right. You know, and, and still I'm overcoming it. And at first, I didn't want to come out and tell anybody. You know, because growing up, you think it's normal. Yeah. You know, and then as you start to get married, when you get married and you you start to, you know, uh, develop a relationship with your wife and you see how it affects you, mm-hmm. now you realize, okay, this is wrong. Yep. All right, I have to stop this. You know, and, and I was at that point, And I'm like, I don't know who to tell because, you know, most people, they might look at me and say, oh, man, you know, you know, just, just all these different things that I, that I thought. Yep. But what I didn't realize was other people were struggling too. And by me coming out and saying something, it, it empowered them and it helped them because they were like, man, I thought I was the only one. Right. You know, I thought right. I was the only one that struggled. And as a result, when I came out and told people, you know, me and, and one of my close uh, business colleagues, you know, we formed a group. We we call it Righteous Men of Purity, where, we, where we're trying to remain pure as men. And we hold each other accountable when we slip up. When we Whenever we slip up and we act out, we have to, you know, be accountable and tell the whole group, like, hey, you know, this is what happened. This is why I did it. I identified the root. What can I do to not make it happen again? And we hold each other accountable. And we wouldn't have never been able to form this sort of group in this in this uh you know brotherly bond if i was scared to you know come out and say something right and i love it what you just shared was powerful that was powerful in itself because a lot of people like you said they have that expectation of what a man is or what a man is not and holding in these things and it eats at you how you think it eats at you you know we're human we're meant to socialize and when we hold things and especially when we're the only one that knows it. We can't tell nobody else that eats at you. Why well, hold that in? Mm-hmm. When I became, like you said, when I started just revealing stuff to my wife and I and I started living in my truth, right? I started just stop holding all these secrets in and all these things that was just holding me down. Boy, I felt like it was, I, the world was off my shoulders. Mm. It was amazing. Yes, I was screaming these things to God and stuff and I, and you know, and it was a lot going on, but I wasn't really releasing it. I wasn't really letting it go. You know, sharing mm. it with others so they can work through it as well. But my right. confidence grew. And then you said something earlier about consistency. And that's another thing I preach and the things that I do is consistency and persistency, you know, will get you to the next level. If you're consistent and you persist, I'm telling you, it eventually will pay off for you. And I learned if I was consistent with exposing my true self, not trying to have the identity that I had when I was younger or when I was a teenager. And I- friends or I was saying whatever I was saying it was mm-hmm. different it was knowing that we all grow we all grow. Right. and you hear that in certain circumstances especially in rappers or something else you know I'm always going to be this or they never can change me those type of identities is pausing to other people's minds that don't know no better I right. want to break right. all those down and that's what we're doing you know sharing about things you know um, about in marriages masturbation and all those things that seem like they're sacred you don't talk about things why not why shouldn't we talk about those things? These are things that happen into the real world, into real people. And they feel like exactly. they shouldn't share those things. And that's what's hurting a lot of people. That's where the mental or uh, you know, you know, the the mental disconnect comes from. That when they have problems because they feel like they can't share stuff that's normal. They don't feel like it's normal. They don't feel like they can relate to anybody. And then when that stuff starts to happen, they become in a box. And other things start to happen. You know, drugs mm. or a crime. Or all those things. All those things, I think, is an indication of what you are holding on the inside. The image that you're trying right. that's really not you. It just then became so right. much of an image. Just like when I was a child, I was the only child. And I used to say so much. Um, I, I got good at lying. because That's what I knew. I got real good at it. Mm. And so I used to tell these lies so much, they almost became a part of my story. Like, they became real. I said it, I said it so frequently to people that they became real. Mm. There's so many people that's doing that. They telling themselves these false narratives. They fall in this false line, this false roadmap because they believe in everything they see in here. This person say, "I got the perfect roadmap for you if you follow this point by point." This, and I think that's that's the worst thing to do to a person, right? And and, and exactly. education systems, right? We'll blame the schools. 
right? And I, I personally, I blame, I blame some parents because that's the majority of what, right? And then you have, you do have the schools, and I think it should be better teachers, but pressure's on the teachers. So we can break all those down, and we can take right. days to break every last one of them down. But once again, we'll go back to what we said: to responsibility. Exactly. <laughs> right. I don't I, like you. Don't know me fully. Right. We just met not too long ago. But I, mm-hmm. I love you as a brother, knowing that the things that you're doing positive in the lives that you change and continue to change in the area that you at. And I think right. all of us take that type of responsibility on knowing that I don't have to know you to love you. I don't have to know you to care about you. I don't have to know you to want to want you to have a better life. I don't, I don't, those things don't have to happen in my life. And I think that's what happened. And I try to teach my son that if you meet someone. That's still like a brother and sister. You treat them right. the same as a brother and sister, as a mother, a father, or uncle. Put the same respect. Hold the door. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Those type of things. It goes a long way. Smile at them, even if they don't smile back at you, because you don't know what they just did on the inside of you. Exactly. All those little so things true. mean something. That's so true. That's so true. You know, it's the little. It's the little things that count. You know, like you said, little things can go a long way. That's why it's important to <clears throat> always put your best foot forward, you know, when dealing with people. Because, you know, the most important asset that we'll invest in is people. You know, like you said, money is, is paper. We print that out. Why do we put so much effort and energy into, you know, trying to be so consumed with money? No, we should invest in the most important asset, which is people. people. And, and that means, you know, uh, being kind, having great attitudes towards people, talking to people the right way, smiling at people. Hey, how are you doing today? You know, and really, really sitting there to listen to how they're doing. You know, you want to get below the surface sometimes. Yes. You know, because like you said earlier, you know, when you ask most people like, okay, you know, how you doing? They say good because that's their natural reaction. Correct. That's how we're taught. And, and we're not really taught to get below the surface. But I challenge people to, to get below the surface with people. You know, if somebody say I'm doing good. Say what's good? Are you sure? Right. You know because hey, I'm I'm here. Right. You know if you if you ever need to talk, I'm here. I'm gonna listen in here. You know, and you'll just be surprised what people will tell you. You know, I've always had that demeanor about me that people can come to me and tell me things. You know, yep. and, and I won't judge them. I'll just listen because everybody needs that. Everybody, everybody needs that. Yep. So so try to get below the surface with people. That's we're humans. Yep. You know, oftentimes we try to walk around as shells of people. Like we try to put on this whole front and we don't want nobody to get below the surface, but really we do. You know, people are just crying out for help. So that's why, you know, just go below the surface, even if it's uncomfortable for you. Nothing that's worth anything will be in your comfort zone. You have to get uncomfortable to get those uncommon results that that that's going to provide you, you know, the fulfillment and the lifestyle that you want. So if it's uncomfortable, do it anyways. Because you never know, you can save a life. Exactly. And that's what I always said. You you have to do those things that's uncomfortable to you. And that just come from different messages. That's why when I have a message, especially with bringing you on, to hear it from somebody else. To hear somebody else that went through it and sharing that same type of message of knowing that, you know, that's the ups and downs of life. And I love what Les Brown says. Another thing that he said about, um, and it won't be the exact quote, but it is in the a thing of saying, a lot of people die when they're 20. They're mm. not buried until they're 60. Mm. And that hit me hard, understanding what he meant. You know, walking around like zombies, right? We're right. walking around mindless. We're not free thinkers. We can't think for ourselves. We can't do nothing for ourselves because we're being told what to do. And we're listening to it. We're like programmed. We're like robots. You know, you can't cry if you're a man. You can't do those things. You're emotional. You're a robot, right? That's robots. They don't have emotions. Right. So yeah, you want a right. robot. So I love what Les Brown said. You know, you die at 20, but you're not buried until you're 60. So you're empty wow. going through. through. And I know for a fact, and I used to think that I can save everybody, and I came to the, the you know, it's, a, it's a hard reality for me. I know <laughs> yeah. I can't reach everybody. I know it. Right. But that don't mean I'm not going to try. That don't right. mean that I'm mm. going to give that person passion that I have within me every time I talk to them. And tell them life is okay. What do you want to talk about? Like you said, sometimes it's just better to listen. Keep giving back. Let me give you feedback all the time. No, sometimes it's just let someone get that off their chest. Man, tell me everything you I sit here and just listen to you. I won't say a word. If that's right. what it requires. Because that's what requires in society. This society, I'm trying to break down walls. We in 2018. Mm. I remember when I was younger and I was thinking about the 2000s and all those things. And I thought that we was going to be like the Jetsons. Where we was going to have flying. 
<laughs> you know, our technology was gonna be just like ridiculous. Our technology is ridiculous, right? right? That was just my expectation for. Yeah. But I feel like with 2018, and we still got you know counting, killing many, many, many people, people, and these diseases and stuff. And I feel like if we had to write, if we can branch out so many people, right, break them out of that mentality that they're not great, they can't do what they speak on their mind. Because maybe you know, if it's a African American, a person that that's good at science. I mean, being good at science, he'll be called a nerd or be scrutinizing his family because he loves science instead of being in sports, right? right? You know, athlete, you know, African-Americans is good at basketball, running, jumping, and throwing the ball. But he's good at science, cr- crunching numbers. You know, what if that dude mm. was the next scientist that could have cured cancer? Mm. I already thought of that. You know, this this is locked in people. This is what I truly believe. It's locked in someone. That answer to the cure to cancer and AIDS and all those other diseases that's out there, I think there's in locked in someone. They just won't release it because they think they're gonna be scrutinized. They think they're gonna be judged because of their their uh, their color, or their circumstances, or their situation, or not knowing what to feel. My dad told me, "Macho, I need to work on this. Dad, now I need to be a wrestler, or a boxer, or a basketball player, or a football player." But what about the scientists mm. and all those things? I love that, and I know last right. week. I shared another person. I talked about this person, LeBron James. I don't love LeBron James just because of the, the basketball player. I actually look at this man's story, where he came from. He had no father. Him and his mom bounced house to house. He had to live with friends. This is his reality. He had to make grown-up mm-hmm. decisions at 18. He's been a good mm-hmm. husband, a great husband. He's a great father. He just opened up an I Promise school in his Akron, Ohio hometown, He's mm-hmm. living in Los Angeles where he played for the Lakers. But he just opened up this town, this school where he's experimenting with certain students. It's all free lunches, free transportation. It's free. The parents going to get job placement. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it goes on and on. And he didn't have mm. to do this. He didn't have to do this. This was out of the goodness of his heart. This is something mm. he wanted to do because of what he experienced earlier. His decisions, his choices. It's the responsibility that he know he has and the, the role model image that he has on himself. He's he's taking all that in. This is a guy that didn't go to college. This dude was straight out of high school. The possibilities mm. just going, it's endless there. For all the ideology, oh, I have to go to high school, I have to go to college. Do get your education. I mean, education is very important. It won't hurt, definitely. I never say education is a wrong thing. But I'm just saying that right. the traditional path or whatever you think someone telling you to go, the avenue... No, 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 no. This from your heart is what God put in you. It's the, it's the, whatever you feel. It's the that message. Because I like to look at it. And I talk to my wife about it, my kids. Where I talk about this bubble. I call it. It's above you. You either gonna have a big old negative bubble above your head. And what I mean by that, the negative bubble is because you've been watching a lot of negative news, right? You've been listening to this and listening to that, but it's all negative and it's unconsciously affecting you. So when something positive comes into you, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking something that something good can happen to you. Negative bubble eats that up. It, right. So you stay negative. You stay right. believing like I can't do that. There ain't nothing I can accomplish. That's psh, man, LeBron James, that dude is a freak of nature. There ain't no way I can do him. That that's true. But you're thinking about it in one dimension. Now, if you switch that mindset and you have that positive bubble, which I have, you know, and a lot of you do like DeAndre, you you had a positive bubble. So when negative, when life happened, you build up so much positive in your life, so many examples. So many things of why life is so great. So when that negative happens, which it, which it does, it's going to happen. It's life. We just don't sit there and drown in it. That positive bubble is going to eat that negativity up, and we can move forward. We can continue to move on with our life. We won't stay down. We we're going to cry. We're going to hurt. We're going to be angry. We're going to have all those things. We're human. But the, the point right. of saying that I'm gonna soak in it, or I'm gonna learn from it and move forward, it's a difference. It's a huge difference. So when people tell you, oh, man, you need to be positive all the time and all that, you understand why they tell you to be positive. Because it's better to be positive than to be negative. Then they're being negative. You can miss opportunities that's coming in your face right now. And I, I said that right. between a negative person and a positive person. A positive person looking at this, a negative person looking at the positive person thinking, man, they just lucky they get all these opportunities. Mm. Positive person, their mind is clear. Right. And so when that opportunity just shoots by them, they can see it. A negative person... It can be an opportunity right there in your face, but you're so drowned in all that poor me and that victim mentality. You miss every opportunity that's right there in your face right. all the time. And I think that's the saddest things that happen for, for kids, for one, because adults feed them that. But the biggest, biggest one is adults. 
just believe in no most change in their life. Most definitely. Most definitely. You know, that's why it's important to reprogram your brain, you know, and, and, and challenge your, your mindset up to this point, you know, because a lot of the times we don't really take the time to explore, you know, a lot of, you know, just our ways, you know, superstitions. You know, we don't take the time to think, like, why do we believe in superstitions? Why can't I split the pole? You know, we don't take the time to think about that stuff. You know, so it's all about challenging your current belief system and seeing where exactly it came from because what you're going to find out is a lot of it came from nonsense. Right. You know, a lot of your beliefs came from nonsense. You know, the circumstances you were in. You know, you know, like me, for instance, you know, I grew up in the hood. So, you know, a lot of you know, my mentality, I had to challenge that because it wasn't true. You know, like, oh, people don't care about you and and, and this, this, and that. And that's not necessarily true. Right. You know, so so you have to challenge that stuff. And, and once you challenge that stuff, you need to start reprogramming your brain and inputting positive things. You know, inputting, you know, I can do this. Yep. You know, it is possible. It, it, it is good people out there. You know, I can't, I, can't I, I am smart. You know, I can, you know, learn you know, a lot of things that wealthy people know. You know, you can start inputting all this stuff in your brain, and once you build up so much positivity that when negativity, uh, when negativity comes, you can, you know, just push that to the side. You know, and it won't take over your brain. Versus if you just had a negative cloud, then any other negative thing somebody says, you know, it just adds to, Add it. to it. No, you want to build up so much positive thinking that. You know, not even the worst of circumstances can, can you know, get the best of it. Right. You can still have hope. You can still be optimistic. Yep. It's all about your attitude. It's all about your perspective in life. That's, and it's the same message. Even with Les Brown, you can break down any motivational speaker. Their message is the same. It's about that personal decision. It's about what you're putting out into the world is what you're going to get back. They said over and over. They just said in different ways. And then my wife, we talk about Les Brown. It's one of our sayings when we get down. What he says, I love it. It's in my head, even when I go through hardship. It's one of the things mm-hmm. in his, one of his greatest speeches, what he talks about is possible. And what he says when he starts that, he said, it's, it's hard out here, ladies and gentlemen. It's hard. It's hard out here pursuing your dreams. But he said, this thing, I, did, I didn't say it's impossible. He said, what you need to do when you look in the mirror, you need to say it to yourself every day. It's pop. That's it. Mm-hmm. Every day. Just mm-hmm. believe that. And then when we learn mm-hmm. to deal with like setback, criticism, failure, you, you learn to do those things, but you never ever quit dreaming and trying. All of your right. desires and wants, like Will Smith said, it's on the other side. And I said this to DeAndre. Will Smith said also it's on the other side of fear. And I want you said it's on the other side of fear? Yeah, it's on the other side of fear. He said all of your greatest desires and dreams and stuff is on the other side of fear. The fear that mm. we have built up. And I want to add to that, it's on the it's on self-discovery. You know, you add to self-discovery, you add to improvement, you add to self-improvement, self-confidence, you add self to a lot of those things. They always come back to what you believe. So your or our elusive championship title is when we discover who we truly are and we start living that way we capitalized we we feel we should be living individually right Mm -hmm. and that's what i love about it that's what i love about just having this this conversation with you having you on and also sharing your perspective on it giving some a a different ideal knowing that you know you know i actually i wrote this show but it was from me right and i know Mm -hmm. you you came on you just giving that passion impromptu passion that you felt that you wanted to give to people and i love that right and that's that. That's just how I think we get to the next level in our society, and we have to. It's a lot of it's a lot of crazy things going on in our world right now. And I think we need it more than ever, right? The spiritual mm-hmm. part of it, the person that uh, the the personal development part of it, right? The professional, uh, right. all those things. I think we need it more now, more than ever, especially with you know society and the the, the social bullying, you know, the social media bullying. And there's all those things that's going on, you know, people that's hiding behind computers, they think they can say anything, get away with anything, and do all these type of things. I just think in this world, especially for our guys, all the guys, I don't care your age, we definitely need that. It's just a step-up point of it. We all need to take responsibility for who we are and what we do. I agree. I agree. We do, man. Like you said, now more than ever is when we need it. You know, now more than ever is when we need to be investing in people and, and showing people the light. You know, we have to be lights in people's lives, man, because a lot of people lost. You know, a lot of people, they don't know 
that, you know, there's a whole other world outside of their world, you know, so it's our responsibility to show that, show that world to them yeah. and expose them to that. I love it. Well, DeAndre, man, we at the end of the show, and I love that you joined me, man. We're going to have to do it again. We're going to do it over and over and over again. we got to keep giving it to them. Giving that attention, oh, but um, what I want to ask you, DeAndre, how can we, how can people find out more about DeAndre? Listen, what social media website that you want to give? I, I make sure I post that in the description in this video as well. But what what can people look you up at? Um, well, I, I actually deleted my social media accounts, but you know I usually operate through my wife's um, Facebook and, and things like that. Okay. And I also have a website. Um, it's called thewilsonway.biz. Um, you can get in contact with me on there. Um, I'm I'm frequent on my emails. Um, so you can email me at uh, dre904, dre904 at icloud.com. I'm always on that. Also, my wife's um, social media, her Facebook, Larissa Wilson, L-A-R-I-S-A Wilson. Um, you can reach me at any of those. Sweet. And like I said, I'm going to post all those for you guys in the description so you can get in touch with DeAndre. Best believe this is not the last time he'll be on my show. And best believe at all. the last time you'll hear about DeAndre. I know he got great things going on in the area he's at right now. And I know he's going to continue to push out that positive message because I can tell that's that's what his heart said. That's what he's been led to. And another thing, DeAndre, man, can you just – do you have anything coming up that you would like to tell the people about before we exit? Um, Anything coming up? Uh, Nothing major. I mean, just the day-to-day, you know, reaching out to people – you know, uh, you know, digging below the surface and, and, and trying to, you know, see how I can fill a need, see if there is a need um, and just just uh, helping people, you know, developing people as leaders and shaping people. You know, that's that's my everyday agenda to go out and add value to somebody. Who can I add value to? That's what I'm always asking. You know, it, I mean, whether it's, hey, you know, man, here's a video that really helped me out when I had this type of mentality, man. Look at this. You know, or, hey, here's a book suggestion. Or, hey, man, you know, if you need to vent or you need to talk, man, let me know. I'm here. I'm a listener here. Or, hey, if you want an opportunity to change your life, you know, if you want coaching and mentorship, you know, I maybe can put you in a position to earn that. You know, just however I can add value to people, you know. But my day-to-day goal is developing people, investing in people, because that's the most important asset, you know. And, and, and also, when you take the time to stop focusing on your problems and, 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 and focus on other people and helping them overcome their problems, then, you know, you don't get drowned up in the negativity. And you're, you're being fulfilled no matter what life throws at you. You know, just just the fact that you're going out and helping people, it gives you more energy. You know, I find that when I'm out, you know, impacting people, I get more energy. I can go to work from five in the morning because that's usually my schedule. Uh, I go to work at five in the morning, you know, and, and get off usually around five. And I can get off at five and, and, and from six to ten, I can be helping people and I'll be energized. I won't be tired because I'm operating in my purpose. I'm investing in others. I'm taking the time to take my eyes off of my problems and focus on other people and how I can help them with their problems. And it's just, it gives you a, a, a sense of fulfillment. And, you know, that's just on the day to day, you know, and, and if you feel like you need that opportunity to elevate your life and also be able to attract wealth, then, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to, you know, reach your hand out for help because I'm the type of person, if you reach your hand out for help, I'm going to help you and I'm going to do whatever it takes to see that you're successful if you're serious about your success. I love it, man. I love everything. And I know that people do. That's someone affected by that. I know for sure. But what we're going to do is like, please check him out. Please check DeAndre out because he's doing amazing things by not only serving our country in the military, but serving everyday people by sharing his passion. I know he's going to continue to do that. And that's what's great about just people and individuals. That's what we want to continue to bring you, that rawness, understanding that people go through their ups and downs. But they don't have to keep you down. They don't have to keep you in that area. And like I said, with what we did today with DeAndre, I know this motivation for him is motivation for me. It keeps me going. I can go all night. I can have this conversation with DeAndre all night. I can have this conversation with anybody oh all night because this is what I'm passionate about, just people and living and living life, what it truly, what it's truly meant to be. The way that it's truly po- supposed to be um, lived. And that's the message that we just want to continue to push out. Making sure we break those things down that we ain't just saying it. 
and not having no type of context at the end of it, but also breaking it down and just having you see how it applies to normal people's lives and how you can get over it yourself. But just to go ahead and end the show, man, you know, thank you, DeAndre, for everything you did for being on this show. But let the way. Thank you, man. Bro. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. It was a great opportunity, man. I'm definitely, you know, honored to be able to be on this and, and just give insight with you, man. Thank you for having me. Can't wait to be back. Yes, sir. And we will definitely have you back. So just to go ahead and end the show like I usually always do, it started off with why not me. I had to think about my purpose, what I wanted to do. I was selfish and just uh, just trying to think about my self-discovery, who I wanted to become. Once I figured that out and I became and I got that that title that we were talking about, Day, I said, you know, I'm going to pass that on to others. That's the why not you movement. Figure out what we can do for you to get you to that next level, to branch out, to get to that next level, you know, to achieve all the greatest things that you, you even know what's possible. And once we get there, we're going to do it together. That's the why not us movement. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Y'all have a great night. I'll be a better man Thank you.